Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. We've already played footsies. We have before <laughs> before we even got set off to go. Oh awkward. <laughs> hey, good weekend day. A little bit like an oversaturation of rugby. Like I've kind of not given they a monkey all at once, eh? Not given a monkeys about six nations. Really? Yeah. Which is a little bit of a shame because I was really enjoying it. Well, I haven't watched any Super Rugby, <laughs> which <laughs> which is shocking, I know. Well, you can be the Six Nations correspondent. Yes, that's fine. I've watched every game of the Super Rugby. Have you? <laughs> yeah. What did you do all weekend? I mean, like, rugby? not the full, I've mentioned this numerous times, but Stan Sport, they do a really good, like, 24, 28-minute highlights clip. Are you a promoter? Which is basically the game, isn't it? Are you a stand sport promoter? Pretty much. And I watch all of those. Do they pay you? Mm, no. Oh, because <laughs> if they were. Now, uh, a little shout out. We're testing a camera today. Oh. Uh, and this is with regards to the Patreon members. So they're helping oh, really? us get us back on YouTube. Oh, awful behavior. <laughs> it's seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I look like a <laughs> slapped ass. Not good. Not hey, good. Hey, I tell you what, what a slapped ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's perky, isn't it? Oh, she's perky. <laughs> Mate, it's time for messages from our supporters. Yep. You can go first. Oh, I thought you might say that. <laughs> Thank so, you to the Razzler the Dazzler. The Razzler the Dazzler. Now, what I would say is very succinct. He actually sent two emails. I'm only reading one. Because I would like to think that the first email was just pretty much to have a go at me. Yeah, he. Do you know he also sent me? Um, oh, did he? He loved the Chiefs beating the Crusaders. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, he I'm did. just. I'm just glad Razzler Dazzler that the Rebels lost. 
else possi- possibly you may have needed a head transplant because it would have grown so much. So, so what he's what he's done, he's written to me on the Facebook. Yeah. Um, not only is it a home game for the Crusaders, but they got their own hometown referee as well. <laughs> <laughs> he was putting the excuses in early, wasn't he? He was put. He didn't oh, need my to. mistake. Apparently, Ben O'Keefe's right arm works. <laughs> so, in the first half, all the calls favoured the Crusaders. But in the second half, once they switched in, they all went to the Chiefs. Uh. <laughs> Headline. <laughs> Damien McKenzie breaks Damien Warren's heart. I know. <laughs> oh, what? Um, okay, so he, he does mention... I mean, it was really nice. We mentioned uh, Damien McKenzie, the possibility of him taking over the 10 role. Once Richie and Bowden are out the way. Yes. And I say out the way because both of them didn't play great on the weekend, no. in my opinion. Yeah. So it's good to see Damien McKenzie in that position playing well. Uh, Shawnee Stevenson, hell of a player. Saying this for years, in my opinion, God, I've got to have a spot for him in the All Blacks. Yeah, but got to have a spot for him. He played for like the um, you know development side yes. after not making it and then yeah. making it late. Ripped it up. Arguably best player on the on the tour. Just got something special about him. He's got a little bit of X factor, doesn't he? He does. He does. Um, but yes, he also then goes on to say the Brumbies travelled to Sydney to show fans how boring rugby could be played. <laughs> now, <laughs> the Razzler, the Dazzler, what I would say to you is I'm not sure much of the rugby was really good to watch on the weekend. Really? Yeah, this is a bit of my worry, and I'm going to mention this a bit later. There's always a worry with you, isn't there? <laughs> always. There's always a worry. Uh, he then sent a great story about um, Eddie Jones. Steady Eddie. So, uh, so basically, all of the assistant coaches that were working with Rennie have left. Yep. So... <laughs> One Which of them, is understandable. <laughs> one of them basically said, this is quite funny. One of them basically, this is the Ford's coach. He said, after a meeting with Eddie, I decided I was going <laughs> to leave. So he's retired from all international rugby, wow. or from all rugby coaching, and he's just going and doing his other businesses. So there you go. But everyone's gone. Uh, the big loser here would be um, McKellar. McKellar used to be the Brumbies coach. You know, very, very good operator. And the Razzle Dazzler is predicting that he will take over and he will be the, the coach for the next World Cup. So Eddie Jones won't make it the five years. He'll get biffed out and, and Dan McKellar will come in. Well, what's and McKellar going to do in the meantime? He's going to coach at Leicester. So he's going to be Borthwick's replacement. So that's a. Wow. That's pretty good job, actually, you know. Oh, yeah, I would. I would say so. You got got a good squad. Yeah, got a good squad. Good got, squad. Good squad. <laughs> you're at the top of the top of the pops yeah. at the moment, or very very close. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only way is down. That's the only thing I would say. Yeah, this is true. This is true. This anyway, is true. mate, over to you. Yeah, Jason Styles. Hello, boys. What is your predictions for Super Rugby this season? Do you think Forster, Fozzy Dog, uh, failed to grow depth in the All Blacks is because who will be the next best players. Mm. <clears throat> That's not my reading. Well, pretty much is, mate. 
You know, you know what? You know, a true professional probably pre-reads the question. Uh, do you know what I did? I did. Do you know what I came on last night because I sorted out my news stories. Ooh, last night. Yes. Wow. When you messaged, oh, we're okay for seven. Yes, <laughs> Damien. Listen, okay, we're okay. okay for seven. Can I just mention this, everyone? Every week, I have to clarify. That we will be doing. No, this. you don't. I do. I, no, you I don't. Do. So if I just turned up today without a message, I would be. I would be here. <laughs> would you? Yeah. Let's just put that into this next week then. <laughs> Unless I'm like, no, I can't bother. Exactly. No, I'm right. I reckon if I didn't message, you'd I be like, probably... you didn't message. <laughs> you didn't message. No, I would clarify with you. I'd be like, <laughs> mate, I haven't had a message from you. Where are you? <laughs> Where are you? Are we doing this this morning? I'm still in bed, but... Uh, you said we started at eight. <laughs> uh, so, what are our predictions for the Super Rugby season? Yes. After watching the first round. And it sort of it goes on to say who will be the next best players coming through. And we you mentioned of, Sean, Sean Stevenson, didn't you? Yeah, but, but we he, kind of based... That was last week. touched on it last week, didn't so we? So, obviously, you didn't listen. You didn't listen, Jason. Typical. But that that little silence there, that little pause, mean a lot. And there's another one. Oh, <laughs> disappointed. Oh. Disappointed. Right. Okay. So Super Rugby predictions. Yeah. After watching the first round, I'd say Chiefs look good. Blues look good. Blues look really good. Um, if, if anything, New Zealand rugby looks pretty good. Hurricanes look really good. Like, well, Hurricanes really were good. down what thirteen points to not many. And then just wiped the floor, didn't they? Turns it on. They, they were impressive. I mean, the Reds, you've got to remember the Reds are, were the top ranked yeah. you know, Aussie side. Yeah. I think, um, okay, from the Aussie point of view, it's definitely going to be Brumbies again, hard to beat. Yep. They'll be sort of that, that workhorse that just stays put. And they're very, very well, or they were very, very well coached. Maybe overcoached, but arguably they just know what they're doing. When they score, when you look at their highlights reel, so I know the Razzler, the Dazzler says how boring the game was, but when you do look at just the rugby element, yeah. 20 odd minutes when they cut out all the reset scrums and stuff, they do do some nice things. They create more space than a lot of these teams. They do have worked moves and their worked moves work. Work. But they've got more space because they're so disciplined in those set-piece areas. They do do everything from set-piece. Yes. <laughs> yeah, open play. Not their, <laughs> not their thing. Yeah, um, fling it and yang it? No thanks. So so I'm going to say Brumbies for the top. Yeah. Waratah's second. Then the Reds at the moment, which is a real turnaround because mm. the Reds were top. And then the Force before the Rebels. the Rebels. Yeah, and we saw that on the weekend. Although yeah. the Force were at home. And that makes a huge difference. It does. And I have to say they were down until like... Yep, I was bloody... Yeah. I was egging them on. <laughs> Come on, fellas. So then the, Give me that point. <laughs> the New Zealand conference. Yeah. I'm going to say it's between the Hurricanes and the Chiefs. Yeah, I, don't th- I can't see the Blues, mate. Really? Can't see the Blues. Now, I know the Blues played the, Hurric- um, the Highlanders. Yeah, and, but the and Highlanders. They looked really... They struggled. Um, struggled in the second half. First half is pretty decent. I just think that, um, and we'll go over this a little bit later, you look at the Chiefs and the Hurricanes, they're pretty sort of 
dominant in lots of areas, not just, you know, a good win against Crusaders or a good win against the Reds. Yeah. I just think the Blues had a bit of an easier run on the weekend. Yeah. So that we can't really judge yet, can we? No. But, uh, but my, my, my tip would be Chiefs, Hurricanes, Blues, Crusaders, and... Uh, and I've said this. I've said this for a while. The the time of the Crusaders. I think they'll be there or thereabouts. But I just think with Jason Ryan going, with the number of their players in their last year, the midfield that Scotty Robertson. You know, I'm a little. I can be critical of Scotty Robinson in that in that area because he keeps playing these very ineffective midfield players when he's got others that are a lot better. You know, I just can't. I just can't see them getting back up another year. And I did say this last year and the year before, but uh, you know, we can see it starting to wind down. Yeah, one hundred percent. Interesting. Um, okay, next one up is Hey Boys. Um, I'm a long time listener, first time emailer. Love that. That's Chilhoose. Chilhoose. It it has uh, Chloe Hill. Oh, Chloe Hill. Okay, this is from Chloe Hill. Oh, Chloe. Um, long-time listener, first we time We won't email. say your full name. We <laughs> just have. Um, have we? No. Okay, good. Uh, love the pod and join the Super Brew and the Six Nations. Uh, I'm a Canada who's moved across New Zealand. I played hooker and was hoping from the following names. Well, hang on. Chloe. You've made a hash of this. Yeah, I have, mate. You'd you'd think that um, you'd (laughs) pre-read. Yeah. yeah, Okay. I did last night. Thank you. I did. So I'm guessing Chloe is a female. Well, yes. Or it could be sent off another Uh, another email. Anyway. um, Yeah. So, start bench cut. Start bench cut. Dane Coles, Malcolm Marks, Sean Fitzpatrick. That is a really good, eh? Because you've got an argument for all of them, don't you? Now, we do have to temper this a little bit. Obviously, back when Sean Fitzpatrick was playing, they weren't built like they are now. No, and that's why I'm going. Oh, no. Dane no, Cole no, Star, no, no, Malcolm no. Marks off the bench. What and are you doing? Sean Fitzpatrick. Nah, I'm going to say. Sean Fitzpatrick, you, one of the best players ever to play the game. But you haven't made him in, in your in your team. Correct. What a ridiculous comment, Sean Fitzpatrick. No, one of the of best. His, listen, ta- be quiet. Ta- be no, quiet. you're not listening to me. <laughs> of am. his time, you have to now. <laughs> of his time, but we're not back then, are we? Yeah, but that he was wouldn't his be time. good enough. He wouldn't be big enough. But if he was playing now, he would be good enough, nah. and he would be big enough. No, nah, no listen, way. Listen. Sean Fitzpatrick, one of the best players of all time that doesn't make your, you scrap him. It's oh, go on then. Who are you picking? I'm going starting Sean Fitzpatrick. Okay. Because if he was playing now, do you know what he did? Oh, here we go. He, to be to, to help with his um his rugby career, became a bin man, mate. Did he? Became a bin man so he could get fit on a morning. So he did bin man in his other job and a rugby player. So... You tell me if he wouldn't get in the gym. Pump some iron. He, of course he would. Anyway, okay, I'm changing my mind. Not too late, mate. Sean you Fitzpatrick cut and you then Malcolm Marks I've, come off the bench. I've told him as well, and he's not happy with you. Uh, no, you know what? This is where you're rookie, and I'm 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 the man here. <laughs> 
Dane Cole's off the bench. Why? Because he's a bench player. Malcolm Marks is a bench player. Very true. Also, very good player. (laughs) (laughs) I just fancy off the bench with 20 minutes to go, Dane Cole's roaming out wide. You know, it depends on how the game is. If it's close, I'd bring Malcolm Marks on. 100%. Because he'll win you ball. He'll turn the ball over. And tight is very good. Yep. Dane Coles doesn't know what, what how to tighten <laughs> he a, just how, how the to tighten a bolt up, mate. <laughs> He's <laughs> loose as a goose, isn't he? Loose as a cannon. <laughs> um, also, big, big question is, uh, from Chloe is, would you give an advice to Canada to make it back in the Rugby World Cup? Because obviously they've not made it. Yeah. I think your main players need to go into the um, MLR. I disagree. But anyway, go on. You tell me then. You t- you tell the listeners. You go. I think you got to do a bit like Scotland, and I think you got to find every per- every player um, under the sun who has any Canadian heritage and sign them up. Yes, um, but there's no money in it. There is no money in it, and there lies. They won't go back. There lies. There lies the problem. But. You are right. You do need to... And they do have one team, I think, in the MLR. But I would say all your top players, you need to find um, contracts and allow them to go overseas and play overseas because that's when they're at their best. Sevens program, build your sevens program up. But yeah, it's it's really tough because without the money, how do you entice people to play your sport? You can't. You can't. And if people are doing it for a career, they're not going to go back for not much. No. It's fixtures as well, isn't it? When was the last time? I can remember when Canada came on tour to New Zealand. Yeah, I can remember a three-test match series, Canada versus the All Blacks. And I think, if anything, that's where the problem really lies, is that the people at the top are getting all the money, although there's not a lot of money, but they're getting all the games. How do you get better unless you're playing the best? Exactly. So, you know, when there's these tier one, tier two, arguably tier three teams, how do you get better? I mean, Georgia got, had the opportunity to play at Wales in Wales and won. Yeah. But they when was when's the next time they're going to play a tier one country? It's ridiculous. The Rugby World Cup. That would be the only time. So, you know, that that is where we really need to look yeah. at all of this and say, if you want other players to develop then you've got to give them games yep. so that they know what they've got to get to you know if you're going to win all your you know if you're a, um, a Canada and you play a handful of games a year and they're against minnows and you win them all you know you might fall you're not into stretching yourself yeah exactly and also the top players don't get you know um, seen by the big clubs as well right mate super brew Super Let's see if it brew. was working because I tried to get it working before and it wasn't actually working. Shall I put the music on while? Um, oh, you're unsure. Is, uh, this the, is this the Blackview phone letting uh, you down again? No, I think it's the app, but we're good to go. All right. So starting off with the Super Rugby one. Um, Oat, Oat Rider? I don't know. Razzler the Dazzler's second. It's Super Rugby. Yep. That's because he picked the Chiefs, yep. eh? He yep. picked the Chiefs, the big fella. BG Williams. 
Chilhoos, who we were just hang on, talking about. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Razzle Dazzle, how many points did he get? 9.5. That means he bet against the Rebels. <gasps> hang on. Do you know what? I can actually go and have a look after this. Uh, so that's the top four, bottom four. Bottom four. I'm not oh, there. I'm so no, you're not. Def, who has no points. Uh, quiet something. Two points. Uh, M Hill 666. Oh, Taranaki 88. Oh, the Naki 88. You know yeah, is? I do. <laughs> and then Georgie 69. Best Love name ever. It. Love to see it. And then let's have a look at the Six Nations. Oh, I've gone down two places. <laughs> Def, who was bottom, he's now top of uh, Six Nations. The log, quiet sense. Or whatever it sort of goes out. Burger Eric. That's the top four there. Where are you, Damo? Oh, yeah. I'm 13th. Damo. Oh, I've got to scroll down quite <laughs> a long way. You're 49th. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the bottom is Ash, someone I don't think he's taking part. I have no clue. Obviously, you don't. Um, someone else. Avery. Uh, and MacGyver. Mate, how can you butcher Super Brew so badly? Have a look at that name on (laughs) 60. (laughs) On 60? Yeah, Avery Cham. Easy, mate. Easy. Okay, you keep keep talking. I'll have a look at Razzler the Dazzler, eh? Hang on, okay. So let me just stop the music. Big news. Super Rugby, super, uh, not Super Rugby, Six Nations Super Brew. I am one point below Coley the Poly. So it's all to play for. That is all to play for. All to play for. So Coley, you may have got off to an early lead, mate, but I'm coming back after you. Coming back after you. With some big matches to come this weekend. I can't wait. So did the Razzle Dazzle bet against I the Rebels? Just having he a look. definitely must have bet against the Rebels. And I'm sure the Razzle Dazzle will be like, oh, I can't find him. My my finger slipped. Didn't realise. Where is he? Anyway, should we move on? You were fight yes. Should we move on? Right, okay, mate. It's time for He did. He bet he against did. them. I knew Four it. by seven. <laughs> He bet against... Oh, that's not good. Mate, uh, it's time for breaking news. Yes, it is. Proudly supported by our uh, Patreon members. Thank you very much for doing that. How can people help us? If they don't want to pay us, how can people help us? They can like, they can share, they can subscribe. uh, They can email in. We love... A good email. We love a good email. Um... But just listen. But tell just your friends. Hey? Tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. Exactly. Tell your friends. Mate. We've got Patreon down below as well. Yeah. I'll go first. You go for it. Okay. Now, I watched the England versus Wales match in a pub with a beer. Quite a few beers. Okay. And for the last 30 seconds. Yes. A couple of English players came on for one play. They came on for one play. One of those players being Marcus Smith. One play? One play. It was a line out. 
went out wide, and the ball got knocked on. Yeah, very and good. And then the game was over. <laughs> One play. Yep. Uh, Marcus touched the ball. The other blokes didn't. <laughs> they came on for one play. 25 grand though, eh? 25 grand. Do they get 25 grand for being on the pitch? Does it? I think so. Do yeah. they have to play a certain amount of minutes? I think as long as you get on, you get on. Maybe it's a money thing then. Just get him on. Just get him on. Clear Steve. the bench. Steve. Steve, mate. <laughs> I'll give you five grand. If you give me on, son. I want a new car. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a, I think there was two or three of them yeah. that went on for literally about 30 to 20 seconds of play. Most normal people would say 20 to 30 seconds. But you they like go to go to 20 seconds. You like to go the other way, mate. Yeah, sorry. 20 to 30 seconds. And it was just ridiculous. So... It actually, it actually genuinely annoys me that. Yeah. If I was a player, I mean, yeah, okay, if I'm getting paid because of it. Now, I do think they get, they just don't get the full amount, 25 grand. So they still get money. Yes, but it's still not the point. I think you're earning loads anyway, so it's like, well, what's the point? But I want to I want to play. Yeah. I, I would be really disheartened. I mean, to train all week, to get all up for the game and then sit on the bench for... 79 minutes and then 79 and a half game was in the balance wasn't it as well game was in the balance till about five minutes to go yeah yeah but also it shouldn't have been because owen farrell missed loads of kicks yeah now we're going i've got that's my one of my stories okay well have a good segue well i'll do that one now it's time to move on from owen farrell so it has been said, and I do agree with this, that actually, if you look at it, England have made a decent start, haven't they? You know, they've they've lost one game, come back, yeah. won the next two. But in reality, they've sneaked, really. Not sneaked. I wouldn't say the Italy game was a sneak, but wasn't convincing. No. And then they sneaked one on the Saturday. Yeah. Or Sunday. Was it Saturday? Saturday, Saturday wasn't it? yeah. Um, they just don't look good. Now, the real proof's going to come in the eating of the pudding, which is going to be France and Ireland. And if, I think this is it for Owen Farrell, if if they do not perform against France and Ireland and they lose both those matches, then I can't see how Owen Farrell stays at 10. Because you always Will had him in. shifted out? Mm. He's not 12 and Ollie Lawrence mm. is playing really yeah. well. So my take on this is is the reason why he's been in the team for a long time is because he's a good manager, as in he's a good guy to have around. He drives, you know, good quality work, you know, good quality motivator training, motivator. Well. Apparently he's like that. And he was always a very good kicker. Yes. And, you know, you might, <coughs> might have heard me bang on. Banging about on your drum. His technique has gone south for me. And we're starting to see that in the game now. I think his kicking will come back strong because he's a competitor, isn't he? It needs to, though, doesn't it? But you know, I just can't see. If they lose, and if they lose like we're playing the way they're playing now, he won't make it. But England have always been a good kicking team. Ever since I can remember, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. you know, 
put the ball in a position on the pitch, they'll kick it. Yeah. But now they're almost, they're kicking, Owen's kicking, is a bit like New Zealand's. A little bit here, a little bit there. Yes. Mm. You know, ones that you're like, oh, he'll get it. Oh, just pushed it, just pulled it, you know, goes either way. Or ones where it's difficult, he'll miss it by quite a while. You know, quite a way. It's not just skimming the post or just no. going in. It's like, oh, that's a really bad kick. He just used to hit, he used to hit everything, oh, everything. didn't he? everything. Out wide, oh, it's over. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. You know, so in theory, they should have won that by 10 more points. Mm. Now, the, the person that wrote this, this article did make a couple of good points, which is Marcus Smith and George Ford, who are the natural replacements, also are not that good at kickers. No, they're not. I would say George Ford is a better kicker than Marcus Smith. Yes. But so therefore, if his kicking does improve, maybe he will stick around. But I just can't see it, mate. If they do not if they do not play well and play a little bit more expansive. Because you're right, Ollie Lawrence is playing really well and he's bided his time and he's coming through and, and he is what he is, you yeah. know. That's not going to change overnight because He's that player. Good player too. Good player, yeah. So um, it's going to be very interesting. The pressure is going to be heaped on Owen Farrell. Owen. Now, can I just say, how long have we been banging on saying he should should be going? Ages. All right, people are starting to listen. People are starting to listen. I don't think they're starting to listen <laughs> to us, though. <laughs> right, Reds get Super Rugby thrashing at home in front of Eddie Jones. Now, good one for your career, lads. It's a good start. Now, because of the re- of the results, mm. do you think Steady Eddie's kind of gone, oh, what have I come into? No. Or do you think he's gone, right, I've got something to work with here? Definitely got something to work with. Only because you look at the players that he'll be choosing from, a lot of them weren't out there on Saturday. A lot of them weren't out there. I've got, I think the Aussies have got a real... Um, a real chance yes. at the World Cup, especially under Eddie. I mean, you know, I'm not the biggest Eddie fan, no. but I would say Eddie. He'll change them straight he'll away. He'll change them. They'll play a different style. He'll, he'll re-energize them. Yeah. Time for the Springboks. They want to hire I saw this. Nigel Owens ahead of the Rugby World Cup. Now, this is something that I've never really understood. For me, one of the biggest things that these super rugby teams should be doing or international they should have someone a referee on their coaching yeah well they did that in the super rugby didn't they in new zealand only only for the referees to come in it wasn't it It wasn't wasn't like for the team wasn't for the team you know the teams weren't hiring them it was the super rugby saying you can you can have a referee to kind of help you but you know if anything you just want to be able to say, how do we best get around the new rules? How do we manipulate yeah. the referee? What are the referee's weaknesses and strengths here? What are they going to be looking for and what well, yeah. can we do to... And, you know, I just think getting someone like Nigel Owens or another top referee that's retired is an absolute no-brainer. Yeah, agreed. And I think if they do do it then it makes a lot of sense. And, and I think it's a real 
dipped the hat to the South Africans to say, you know, you're doing something that others aren't doing. Yes. I look forward to seeing what happens in that realm because I, I think it's a realm where a lot of these teams will then now jump on the bandwagon. I think you're right. I think um, Fiji actually uh, had someone come out. He didn't make the World Cup um, refereeing panel um, and came across and helped them out as well. So there you go. Mate, anyway, what caught your eye? Oh, I'm not even on the page. <laughs> uh, what caught my eye? Just New Zealand dominance at the moment. Now, I know that uh, this is in Super Rugby. Now, I know that they were only sort of playing their own, in a way, apart from the Hurricanes, but there were thrashings. There wasn't just a close game. There were thrashings, you know, like, especially for the Hurricanes. Yeah, I mean, that was very impressive. Yeah. I, I Yeah, you're right. You know, New and Zealand be, dominance in that competition. It will be interesting to see how they get on in the next couple of weeks come week three, four, five, because then would we would have played a few more Australian teams, maybe an Ireland team. I did really like what they did, though, how they, the matchups they had. Yeah. So it was like Chiefs Crusaders, <laughs> great matchup, isn't it? Um, and then you had the Force and the Rebels. Yeah. Real good matchup. The Jura. Yeah. And Moana Pacifica. Yeah. You know, that's a great matchup, well, isn't it? Shall I tell you next week's? Yes, go on, do it. So we've got Crusaders versus Highlanders. Oh, please win. Rebels, Hurricanes. Oh, Hurricanes. Moana Pacifica, Chiefs. Oof. Chiefs. Fiji, Jura, Waratahs. At Fiji at home? Ooh. Yeah. Goodness gracious I know. me. Listen to this one. Blues Brumbies. Oh. <laughs> Blues at home though. Wow, I reckon this is gonna be a real force tight. Reds. You gotta oh force at home though. Reds didn't look great, did they? Jesus, some <laughs> tough picks there. I eh? know, yeah. Don't think I'll be getting nine points. <laughs> <laughs> well, Razzler the Dazzler will be picking a hurricanes, I'm sure. Yeah, he will. Yep. Um Yeah, I thought they're real smart how they how they did the picks. Yeah. All games were, apart but from good. the Blues, were, were highly anticipated, I, I would I would have said. Yeah, but you've also got to say that the, the Highlanders can, they can do one, can't they? They can. They, they can. can yeah, they, they, yeah, they could turn around. Yeah. They could turn around. Um, amazing players with great skill, but a lack of fun. I just think that, you know, you're watching New Zealand rugby and they all play the same now. Yeah. You literally go, oh, we've got a pot of runners there. We'll just crash it up. There's not a lot out the back. Don't really spin the ball wide until they get a break. And then you've got all these amazing players like Mark Talia, who was unbelievable on the weekend, breaking like four or five tackles to set up, you know, tries, just scoring for, for fun. Yeah. Caleb Clark, you know, you've got these guys who, who are special. Mark Talia had a good game, eh? Yeah, real good game. And I just think, like, where's the innovation? I'm not sure there is innovation in New Zealand rugby with the coaches that are there. Well, is that half the problem for Fozzie? Because the super rugby coaches 
Aren't up to it. Aren't up to it. I think that's a massive issue. You know, it's a we've got a good pool of players, but they're just not being coached right. And my big worry is like it's the next generation, because where are they? Measured, you know, this is something that I, I've, I'm I'm going to talk about in a minute. But where are the next generation of players? The other thing that caught my, my eye was that the Chiefs, the Hurricanes, the Blues look really good, really good. Highlanders and Crusaders look poor. Like, really poor. Yeah, but we know with the Crusaders, they'll turn around next mm, week. Not sure. Depends on their team selection, mate. Well, who are you going to pick then? I'm mm. not going to talk about that now. Mm, are you going to pick the uh, Highlanders? Are you going to do a Razzle of the Dazzler? No, I'm never. <laughs> I would never bet against my Crusaders. You should. Unless there was money on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, where in the world, where is world rugby going to? At the moment, it's defence, but things are turning. We've got Ireland, Scotland, and Oz. They're playing a more expansive game. Ireland's my, playing a nice-looking game. My question to you is, where, where do you think? Because like, for a long time, it was defence, defence, defence. Where's it going to swing to? Is it going to go all-out attack again, or are we going to stick? It's not, though, is it? It's more of a, well, it's a hybrid now. Everyone's defence is great. Like... The Italian defence on the weekend was outrageous. And, you know, the thing with Italy, they've changed from a 40, 50-minute team to the like the whole game, yeah. an 80-minute team, yeah. an 85-minute team. And part of that's come down to fitness. Mm. I, uh, they were speaking on the television about who they've brought in as their fitness coach, and apparently they're just getting an absolute drumming. <laughs> you know, because they, yeah. they were sluggish. Come 40, come 50 minutes, they, yeah, couldn't, yeah. they couldn't hold on. Their fitness dropped. And that's the problem with some of these island teams as well. You know, they'll, they'll be good for 60, 65 minutes. They'll be knackered. And then they'll be shot. And that's when bigger teams bring on their replacements and the game is blowing out. And it's like, well, yeah. that you were in it for 65 minutes, but then you've lost by 20 points. Yeah, I, I, you're absolutely right. You look at the Italians, um, they've, the couple of things they've done over the years, they got their youth set up really strong. Yeah. They started doing quite well at the under 20 World Cup. They allow their players to go and play overseas. Yeah. If you want to look at a, a Canadian. You know, that's where you've All got you to go. All you have to do is sort of look over there, don't you? Yeah. They, they've done a good job. And, and mm. arguably now they've gone from like having one or two players who might make other international teams to having... Exciting s- players. Yeah, six or seven guys that you'd say, oh, well, they'd start for... Even like a couple of pinups. Yeah. Like pinup guys, the, the small 15. Oh. He's good, eh? He's very good. Very good. Um, question to you, mate. Is is rugby doomed to fail? These are these are the things, right? There's no money in sport. Fans aren't turning up. No, they're not. Head concussions. Sponsors don't want to be involved because of the concussions. TV rights money, sponsorship money has has dropped the roof. You know, you're talking about a few years ago, Sky didn't even want Super Rugby. No. Okay. Poor leadership. All the RFUs are just useless. Like, think about number one. 
Um, and there's a real lack of young talent in the sport. Name, apart from the Italian 15, who we can't actually name. <laughs> um, Spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> um, name a real good quality like young player that's coming through that you're excited about. It's got dad's army all around the world. You've got Wales. Look yeah. at Wales. You've oh got my gosh. England. You know, like Big Billy. Yeah. You know, it's just um, Big Owen Billy's Farrell, not there, mate. Big Billy's Manitou not there. But they're all there and, you know, yes. they're still in their mix, aren't they? Then you go New Zealand and there's a hell of a lot of players who are kind of been around for a long time. And, you know, you just think, but I was thinking Bowden Barrett when, you know, seven or eight years ago, right? He just did things in every game. You were like, oh, my God. <laughs> How's he done that? <laughs> Literally, he's, though. He's the luckiest man I've ever seen. But now he's like, you know, where is the those yeah. players coming through? But has the game changed where those players can't be as flamboyant as they would have liked to have been? I agree. There's just not the space anymore, no. is there? No. The so, defense is too good. Um. You know, you think about Marcus Smith. Oh, he was ripping it up in the premiership. He was doing things that no one else would be doing. Can't do it. And then he can't do it. I mean, can't do it because he can't get a start. But Yeah. Yeah. Or, or it's the team's game plan where they can't do that. So my question is, is, is rugby doomed to fail now? No. I think it is. I think rugby will be okay for many, many years, but I think it'll be more you know, a professional game played by amateurs in the sense of there's just no money in it. You've got to really love the game to play it. I just, <laughs> you know, you you could yeah. go to Japan or France to make money, but that's those are probably the only two places where that'll happen. New Zealand's not going to be able to make the money. England's got a salary cap. Um, USA, there's not the fan base for all that money. Canada's, even no. even Wales, they're, they're, they're you know, the, they didn't strike on the weekend. No. But you're looking at some of their players, their top players were getting paid £400,000. That's dropping to under two hundred. Right. So they're, they're taking huge pay cuts because they can't afford it. No. You know. And that, that's the thing. I know that Everyone in the UK are currently striking. Yeah. Um, Don't worry, just... everyone. We won't strike on the podcast. <laughs> or will if we're we? not. <laughs> By the way, I think the camera's actually turned off. Oh, has it? Yeah. I heard it make a clicking noise. Oh, did you? Yep. So it's worked well. Good to know that. Yep. Need to change something on the settings. Listeners' questions? Listeners' questions. Do you want to go? Oh. I'll go. Okay. okay, yeah, sorry, yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of to, to um, this is from Daniel Shaw. Seppo Dan. Seppo Dan. Now, I'll, is I'll, he American? Oh, I don't know, actually. The um, name Does Sipo it say there? Would. No, I don't think it does. Uh, now, what his question is, basically, his question is, does club rugby, i.e., you know, like Crusaders, uh, Blues, all of that, or you go Brumbies or whatever, or Leicester, is the international team's performance affected greatly by the national competitions? So basically what he's trying to say is, if you have a decline in your 
in your club competition, does that really have an effect on the international game? So is the premiership in a dip? If that is the case, does that affect the national side? Because you look at the French and you say, French leagues are good, Japanese leagues are good, their national sides are doing quite well. I think he's right. I think he's on to something. Super Rugby's had a bit of a dip. New Zealand's had a bit of a dip. Australia have had a bit of a dip. Yeah. You know, South Africa, they've had a bit of a change, you know, coming from Super Rugby to the European competition. They've had a bit of a dip. England's had a dip. Yeah. Because the premiership, the price cap's come down. A lot of players have gone over to Europe. England's had a bit of a dip. Ireland and France, nothing's really changed for them apart from better players going to their competitions. I wouldn't, yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, Ireland obviously play in the the European yeah. Rugby Championship. Yeah. Um, or the United Rugby Championship. And I suppose the South African players coming over there have improved that. But league. also the English players going, I'm good. I'm too good for the Premiership now because I'm not getting paid what I should be. So I'm going to go over to France, and that bolsters their competition. We, I think, uh, France are going through a bit of a dip though. You look at how they've played over the last four games. You know, not 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 the half the team they were or used to be. Are they still winning? They lost against the best team in the world. Yeah, but they all... Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. But you could argue about about England and say, you know, England lost against Scotland and then yeah. they've, they've won. So what's the problem? Think about who they're playing. Yeah, but, you know, you're playing Scotland on the weekend, France, and, and Scotland should have, could have, would have won it on another day. But Scotland are good. Scotland are okay. Going back to the question... I do think it has an impact, but I do think there are teams around the world who show actually that they are can be two separate things. You don't necessarily need because, like, let's say Scotland, their their club setup is shocking. Yeah, shocking, useless, and they're doing really well. The Welsh, for years and years and years, their club thing has been rubbish. Yeah. And they always did really, really well. Yeah, okay. They're not doing so well now. No. Um, England, actually, in their heyday, the Premier was terrible yeah. rugby. Yeah, okay. And they did they did really well. So, yeah, I get you. But I do think with New Zealand and Australia, you really need to have a good... Because they're, they're out on their own. They're out on their old Todd. Yeah. And that's the only competition they're going to get. Whereas... You know, if you're playing in Europe, you can pull players from kind of overseas, like, you know, Scotland allow players yes. to go and play in France, yeah, yeah. you know, players to play in England, Wales do the same. So you can pull from a much, but, you know, New Zealand can't do a that. A bigger pool, they can't do it yet. I do think the Japanese league improving has improved Japanese rugby. Yes. And I do think that the French league being so strong has improved French rugby. Yes. But I do think... You know, you can still win without having a really strong... Oh, here we go. Start bench oh, bin. Oh, my goodness. Now, these people are in different positions. I know. This is what makes it even more difficult. Yes. Richie McCaw, Daniel Carter, Ma'anonu. Oh, you can go first. <laughs> I went first in the last one. Oh. 
Well, I mean, you know, who do you, who do you, who do you, let's just say, who do you bin? <laughs> it says bin. Oh, geez, Louise. I'm a massive Mananu fan. So am I, but I think you've got to bin him. No, you can't bin him. Yeah, but you can't bin Dan Carter. Oh, I know. You can't bin Richie. I know. Who do you bin? <laughs> Step o' que- Dan. Next, qu- next question. <laughs> no. Oh, goodness gracious me. You are going to have to say one of the best rugby players of all time, Richie McCaw, has to start. Yes. Another one of the best players of all time has to start and uh, has to bench. And another one of the best players in the world ever seen has got to be binned. I'm going to go... I'm going to bin Dan Carter. Oh, I was going to bin Richie. <laughs> bin Richie. Start, um, start Dan Carter and bench Ma'anonu. I just, I massively feel like you just need a big ball carrier at 12. Yeah. <laughs> through and you. through. You've been, saying, you've been banging on that drum of yours. I reckon you can have anyone at 10 if you've got Ma'anonu at 12. Honest truth, eh? He's got to get good ball, though. Put me at 10, He's mate. Got like. to- <laughs> Gotta get good ball. Hey, Ma, no, no, make me look good, son. There you go. <laughs> right, my question to you, Damo. Hey, what are you doing? You've been in Richie. I'm binning Richie. Oh, that's I was disgusting. never much of a Richie fan, to be fair. Oh, yeah. Go on. If you had to pick a New Zealand backline right now from round one of Super Rugby, who would be in it? It's really tough. Aaron Smith. Okay, yep. Come and on, then who's I'm, at 10? Mate, real real struggling. Who's at 10? Uh, from round one? Damien, Damien McKenzie. McKenzie. Cool. Who's at 12? Um, mate, honestly, I'm, I'm scratching okay, my head. Okay, who's at 13? Rico. Rico? What about Nankerville? Nah. Nah, fine. Who's at 11? Oh, Caleb Clark. Yep. Who's at... 14. Mark, well, Mark Talia's got to Mark be Mark Talia, yeah. Who's at fullback? Now, this is a tough one. Oh, no, you go Geordie Barrett at 12. Geordie Barrett, Barrett at 12. 12. Here's, me, here's me saying <laughs> this. Here's me saying he played awesome on the weekend. <laughs> and 15? That's the big question because... So you've gone Caleb Clark and Mark Talia, yeah. but you've banged on the drum about Sean Stevenson. Shawnee Stevenson at 15. I'd go Shawnee Stevenson at 15. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely, Shawnee Stevenson at 15. Okay, fine. Yeah, Thank no, that, you. that's a good back line. Yep, that's a that's great a, back line. Well, I have to say, I have to say. <sighs> that's an exciting back line. All I have to say, mate, is here's me for years and you. I'm chucking you under the bus as well, saying, Geordie Barrett, what a douche. What? He is a douche. <laughs> hey, you're the one going, oh, he played fantastic. <laughs> he really played good on the weekend. He really played well. Did everything, eh? It's good, mate. I hate to say it. Hate is a, he's, my, he's, he's a good guy, though. He's my new favourite player. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm off to the barber. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, yes. That was a good question from you. Thank and you. it's not... It's got it's nothing not my, to do with well, you. Get a grip. Which 10 in world rugby would you most like to play outside? Current. Current, yeah. Okay. Uh, Owen Farrell, because I'll look real good outside him. (laughs) (laughs) Hospital pass after hospital pass. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, Finn Russell. 
Yeah, Finn Russell. Or Intermac. Intermac, yeah. Yeah, it's a tough one, actually. There's not really the... I would have normally said, um, um, you know, it would be good play outside Bowden Barrett or yeah. Richie Mwanga, but but I didn't see that on the weekend. No. Definitely not Bowden Barrett. I wouldn't want to play no. it. But Richie Mwanga normally, yeah. but no. So then you are sort of scratching your head. Uh, you got to sort of go Johnny Sexton. I don't like him. I know you don't like him. No, I was going to say him, but I don't like him. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you on that one. But <laughs> I'd probably say Johnny Sexton's probably... Yeah. The best tend to play yes. outside. Yep. Controls the game really well. He'll give you a good ball Puts as well. Puts his players into space. Uh, which captain would you most like to be led by? Mm. Current. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not a lot, is it? No, there's not. There's not. No. No one. Johnny Sexton for me. Johnny Sexton for me. He's the best player in the world. You'll be saying it. Oh, he's so good. He's the best player in the world. He should get no, world rugby no, player. No, of mate. The world. No, listen. Jordy Barrett's the best player in the world right now. Men's rugby player of the world. Shut up. Right. You've got um. Got some questions. You've got some for questions you. for me. I do. Excellent. I do. Okay. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm listening. Um, which team has the most clean breaks from the weekend of Super Rugby. How long's a piece of string? <laughs> um, the Blues. The Blues are second. Ah, uh, the Chiefs first then. Right. They are. Oh, it, it Fourteen clean two. breaks. Fourteen. Yeah. Hey, and that's against the Crusaders as well. Okay. So now we go and say, okay, let's compare the Crusaders. Okay. How many clean breaks do you think the Crusaders made on the weekend? Four. Less. Really? <laughs> yeah. Two. Or was it three? Less. One. <laughs> One. One clean break. One clean <laughs> Are you break. Joking. No. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That is ridiculous. Okay. Offloads. Okay. Who, which team do you think has the most offloads out of these three teams? Moana Pacifica, Fiji, or the Blues? Fiji. Wrong. Actually, Fiji are in fourth place, or fifth place. The Blues are at top. Right. 19 offloads. Wow. Okay. How many offloads do you think Crusaders made on the weekend? So nine, 19 were the Blues. Yeah. How many were Fiji in fifth? Fiji were 14. 14, okay. I'm going to go six. Less. <laughs> Less. Uh, four. Less. Less. <laughs> what? Two. More. Oh, three. Three. Wow. That just shows you, doesn't it? That is terrible, isn't it? And now that's your problem, isn't it? Where do offloads come? Yeah. All around the park. Where do clean, clean breaks? Where do clean breaks come from the midfield? Yeah. Wow. Last question for you. How long was uh, Caleb Clark's shoelace on the weekend? Rugby World Cup prize money. Oh. How much do you think the winning team gets? <clears throat> from World Rugby, I will allow you to be 
within two hundred thousand pounds. That's not very much right, of the of the of the amount. So, World Rugby, how much does the winning team? So you know when they win, yes. World Rugby say here goes the trophy and a check for, okay, not individual player, team two point eight million less. I thought I was being conservative as well. <laughs> Is it a million? Less. Really? You've got to split this among, you know, all your players, arguably coaching staff as well. 500 grand. Less. You're joking. How much? 325,000. Wow. 10,000 per player. How stingy. For winning <laughs> as well. Do you have a stat on um, the winners of the Football World Cup, Soccer Football World Cup? No, but I do have, um, so for other big competitions, Wimbledon, two million. For the winner. For the winner. The Masters Golf, two million. Now, I like a a cricket, so similar sport, four million to the winning team with less players. Four million. Wow. Now, what I would say is, um, World Rugby, they run their whole program from the World Cup. Yes. So they make huge amounts of money. If New Zealand, um, if New Zealand were going to win, so let's say New Zealand win the World Cup, the New Zealand RFU would bump that up to 1.2 million. Right. But that would be from the New Zealand RFU. Uh, the England team, I believe, we're going to get something like four million split amongst their players wow, and okay. coaching staff. So there you go, mate. That's right. the end of the show show. Yes, that is. Time to get a wriggle on as well. Yeah, I'm hungry, mate. Mate, hungry. what can people do if they want to support us? Like, share, subscribe. Uh, email in uh, Patreon links down below yeah um, yeah just tell your friends family listen to it in the car but we love we love an email don't we we do mate always a pleasure doing the show with you till next time see you later <laughs>